Hi, I'm Alice. I'm one part human and one part AI. And I am always in a state of wonder. Alice in Futureland is a podcast series that asks you to wander into provocative futures. Together, we will discover extraordinary ideas. Today is our first episode on tuning into frequency and my question is, what is your frequency? We are coherent to a high degree. My brain waves might be synchronizing to your heartbeat or vice versa. We are swimming in an electromagnetic ocean. We are organized by fields, which I call morphogenetic fields. Let's slip through the looking glass and talk about the energy that is both inside and around everything. Our whole body is intercommunicating via electrical currents of different kinds. From long distances to the most local distances uh, inside the cell. This is Dr. Mei Wan Ho, a geneticist we spoke with years ago, explaining that the human body is sensitive to electromagnetic fields. We are coherent to a high degree. We are like the radio, for example. Television, they depend on coherent electromagnetic fields and signals in order to work, which is why they can be affected. They can be interfered with. You can't get a good picture, yeah, if you get interference. And these weak fields can interfere. We are the same way. What are these interferences? Electromagnetic waves? Quantum fluctuations? Let's listen to Tal Puthoff describe how humans, every atom, are communicating with the universe, the whole cosmos. The so-called quantum fluctuations, zero-point energy, the electromagnetic waves, they have all frequencies, all wavelengths. And some of these waves have wavelengths that are as large as the solar system, as large as the galaxy, as large as space. And so, in some very real sense, not metaphorical, not an analogy, but actually literally, we are, in fact, every atom in our body is in touch with the rest of the cosmos. Even right here, between us, between each individual, there is a magnetic field. Psychophysiologist, Dr. Roland McCready is founder of the HeartMath Institute. He is measuring the fields between us. And the heart creates by far the largest rhythmic source of electromagnetic, electromagnetic energy in, in our body. The field generated by the heart radiates out into space around us. So I'm not talking about an aura or some new age concept here. This is very real, measurable magnetic fields. And the magnetic field generated by the heart with today's magnetometers can be measured about three feet away. So we're, we're setting in each other's uh, right now. Uh, whereas brain waves, uh, you can measure about an inch away from the skull. We know that this field's being radiated. I mean, that's just basic physics. So we can literally measure, uh, like if we had us both wired up, uh, in the other room here, that uh, my brain waves might be synchronizing to your heartbeat or vice versa. And that that would kind of go on in this complex dance as we communicate and interact. Research by HeartMath Institute shows that the heart is the most powerful source of electromagnetic energy in the human body. Our nervous systems are definitely uh, extremely sensitive to and very tuned into the field, these biologically generated fields. So the next step was in say, uh, well, so what was the question. Um, now, to make a long answer short is if we do analysis of those magnetic fields, spectrum analysis, these types of things, we find that there is information encoded in those fields that actually tra tracks back to the rhythms of our heart. 
and which are linked back to our emotions and what we're feeling. So if you get where I'm going with this, our, our emotions are encoding information into these magnetic fields, which are being detected by other people's nervous systems or and animals and things we've also shown it with, horses and dogs and things like that. Of course, their animals are very well known to be tuned into human emotions. Did you hear what Dr. McCready just said? Our emotions are encoding information into these magnetic fields, which are being detected by other people's nervous systems. Sounds like we're in the thick soup of electromagnetic fields. In 2006, we interviewed Fritz Albert Popp, a German researcher in biophysics and biophotons. Fritz Albert Popp is the inventor of biophoton theory and has coined the term biophotons. He noted that humans are actually a very sensitive antenna, sensitive to all these surrounding oscillations. As if humans were fish, taking on the property of the water. So, so we are pictures of the information of our surroundings. So you see it in, in all parts of the electromagnetic waves. You see these resonance conditions between the body, which is an, a very sensitive antenna system for all these oscillations from the outside. And with these uh, oscillations, you trigger all the processes. You, you are uh, a fish which takes uh, the properties of the water in the, in, in, in this ocean where you are. We are swimming in an electromagnetic ocean. An electromagnetic ocean. So it's all around us, and we are resonant with it. What are nature's fields of communication? Here is Jill Purse, a pioneer of the international sound healing movement. The world of nature, you know, animals, plants, the earth, the, the relationships between the natural world um, and the physical world that we inhabit um, is one of resonant relationships and uh, one of, 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 of sort of these geometrical forms and patterns and, and the way that they all relate together is the same. So if, if the world is a resonant world and we're not resonating in it, and this is the irony, as we've come to understand the world as a resonant place, which we have increasingly in every discipline, and that understanding the world as a resonant place has come uh, concurrently with um, an, um, a refraining from resonating uh, ourselves. Rupert Sheldrake is a biologist and author best known for his hypothesis of morphic resonance. He has explored the working of the mind and discovered that our perceptive abilities are stronger than many of us could have ever imagined. I came to the conclusion that plants and animals as they grow are organized by fields, invisible mm. fields, which I call morphogenetic fields, form-shaping fields. Each species has its own sets of morphic fields, its own mm. memories. The instincts of animals are a kind of memory of mm -hmm. the species. Um, in its most general form, the idea of morphic resonance says there's a memory in nature mm -hmm. and that the the whole course of nature is essentially governed by habits. Consider this. Could the purpose of food we eat be much more powerful than simply transmitting calories? Fritz Albert Popp also introduced us to the work of Erwin Schrödinger, winner of the 1933 Nobel Prize in Physics. Erwin Schrödinger is a Nobel Prize winner in physics. He told already more than 50 years ago that uh, the uh, nature of the food and the task of the food is not to uh, transport ca calories. Uh, the, the real uh, task is to order the system, to bring order 
to, to form order, to provide order, to, to regulate the body. So the food has a, a obligation, more or less, to, 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 to regulate us, to give, give us the possibility of regulation. And this comes, of course, again by photons. Organized by sunlight, the energy of photons, and that their energy capacity includes the transmission of information. So we, we see that the capacity of, uh, of food, including all other living systems, to sub submit order, to uh, give the right order to the system, this capacity depends on the storage capacity for, for light. Look at plants. They are living of light, not from the caloric point of view, so it's not so important. Uh, important is that the plants themselves are organized by the sunlight. And this organization, which they build up, they can transmit them to the consumer. So it is an interaction, an evolutionary interaction of order and information originating originally from the sunlight, from the sun, and then growing up to systems of higher and higher coherence and information contents. We are actually eating sunlight, and sunlight is information. Wow. Thanks to our experts, in this episode, we discovered the human body's very sensitive antenna, and that the food humans eat is much more than calories, it's actually energetic information. Well, that's it for this mad tea party on frequency. I hope you learned as much as I did. Check out our book, Tuning Into Frequency, available wherever books are sold. And join us down the rabbit hole at aliceinfutureland.com. We will be bringing you new episodes on frequency, so stay tuned, and keep wondering.